Hey, you're on the hot mic at Arch DevOps with Fritz, and I'm here today with Jennifer Garman, certified life coach, founder, and CEO of GratitudeMission.org, and author of the book Flourish, Seven Ways Gratitude Can Transform Your Life. How are you today, Miss Jennifer? I am great today, Mike. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well. I'm bright-eyed and somewhat bushy-tailed today, so <laughs> I've at least had a cup of coffee in me, so I think I'm I think I'm in the green now. I'm good. I'm good. So well, you're further off than me. <laughs> uh, yeah. It. You haven't had any coffee yet. You haven't had any yet. I, I'm not a coffee person. I actually enjoy coffee in the evening, which I know is just contradictory, but it's just how I. It's how I roll. So I'm yeah. not a caffeine in the morning type. <laughs> you know, it, it throws people off too, because I guess I'm somewhat of a coffee addict. Um, but yeah, I can drink it at night and then just go right to bed. And people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I think I've just built a tolerance to it. Like. Iocane poison in that movie, The Princess Bride. You just you just keep drinking it all the time, and then it just doesn't have an effect. It's like you build up a tolerance to it. So, absolutely, that, yeah. That's my mutant superpower, and it looks like your mutant superpower is figuring out how to be grateful like all the time. So, what what's Gratitude that about? For me, yep. So, yeah. um, kind of take take you back a few years here. Um, I suffered from a mystery illness for the better part of a decade, um, mm -hmm. almost eight years. Uh, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I just suddenly couldn't sleep. It mm -hmm. was just the most bizarre thing. And I have had some tumultuous times in my life and I could always fall asleep. I could always get six, seven hours minimum. Mm -hmm. And then just one day I just couldn't sleep. Um, and it was just bizarre. I'm like, you know, chalked it up to, okay, well, the next night I'll get some sleep. And there was nothing special going on in my life. No, you know, no circumstance of stress or anxiety. And the next night, same thing. It was just like a, literally like a light switch flipped. And this went on for four nights before I went to the doctor, just, you know, in tears going, mm -hmm. I need to sleep. And, you know, trial and error, different sleep medications. I eventually got, you know, pseudo sleep on some sleep meds, but this went on for years and years. And it was primarily around sleep, um, but it affected my whole life. Um, I was just a mess. And I got, you know, put into this bucket and that bucket medically. Um, but the treatment protocols really didn't help me at all. And I would get back to, you know, 40, 50, some days, you know, in a good week, good day, 70%. And I just kind of accepted it as my new reality. Like, you know, okay, this is just the, the cards I've been dealt. And it just is what it is. So I just decided to get on my, with my life the best I could. And I got my um, life coaching certification. Mm -hmm. And the the underlying premise of gratitude kept coming up that, you know, People that are happy practice gratitude. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I might as well throw that into my life. You know, it can't hurt. It's, it sounds like, you know, I could always be happier. Mm -hmm. And it, I was also studying neuroplasticity at the time. So I kind of incorporated neuroplasticity techniques with the pillar of gratitude. And it was the craziest thing, Mike, because within a week, my life just transformed. And I got yep. my energy back. My sleep was, I mean, I, I added no new pills. This was totally, you know, what I was doing with my mindset. And I got my life back. And, you know, a month later, I was just on fire. And I'm like, all right, I got to share this with the world. I got to just do something. So I started with my own kids. And I created a product called the Growing Gratitude Tree. Mm -hmm. um, this was just a personal thing that I created in my own house. And everybody kept asking about it. Like, you know, what is this? You know, why did you do it? And I would tell my story. And I would share, like, you know, it's so important to me that I teach this to my kids. They're like, well, you got to teach this to everybody else. I want to buy one. And yeah. so um, they the product kind of took off and I decided to form a company around it. 
And uh, it's just, you know, blessing after blessing just emerged from that. And I ended up getting to go on HSN with my tree. Um, so that's kind of where my company all started. So it just went from zero to 60, literally overnight. And oh it became my company, um, gratitudemission.org, where my product is the Growing Gratitude Tree. And slight, shortly after that time, I was able to write a book about it. And that just released last month. So kind of nice. in a nutshell, that's my story. <laughs> well, that's a great story. And, you know, the people, the folks at home that are listening to this, you guys can't see our faces, but we've both got the biggest grins on our faces, you know, because it's like <laughs> when you're going through something and you probably experienced this, right? You probably had your own Job moments where you're like, oh my goodness, how long is this going to be, right? And then, you know, when things come out the other side, you're like, huh, what? You know, and, and you realize, hey, you've got a lot to be grateful for, you know, oh every goodness. day. Yeah, every day, even as, even as bad as things could get for us. And, you know, we're still in the middle of coronavirus season. This episode's going to go live, you know, later on, but right now it's still a thing. And it can be very easy for us to fall into the trap of, everything sucks. Oh my goodness. Uh, nothing's going right, but you got to practice gratitude. Look at the blessings yeah, we hit, have. You really hit the nail on the head there, Mike. It's, it's absolutely that, that perspective shift and you can do it at any time, but it's really hard to do it if you haven't practiced it. And it's kind of mm -hmm. like, um, I kind of give the analogy of a muscle because you know, when you start working out, you know, it's just, it's really hard. You don't want to do it. But when you start getting the, the little, you know, gratification of like, oh, I feel stronger. I have more energy. It comes slowly, but it comes. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes easier and easier to get that motivation to work out. And gratitude is kind of the same way. You really yeah. got to start somewhere, anywhere. But once you start and you really just implement a little bit into your life each day and keep it consistent, you'll just be amazed by what transforms. Yeah. So how do you practice it? I mean, you know, if, if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, well, like, what do I do? Like, wait for something bad to happen and go, oh, thank you. Like, what does it look like? How do you start off practicing gratitude? It can really be a simple start. So the best time to do it is either right when you wake up in the morning or right when you go to bed. I suggest leaving a little reminder right next to you in the nightstand, just, you know, three things that you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. um, and this really sets the, the precedent for the day. It just kind of starts, you know, I'm grateful for X, Y, and Z, um, you know, and then same thing at night, because this is kind of the time you're in between your conscious and your subconscious state. So it's really the best time um, for your mindset to grasp gratitude. So those two times, um, the way that I've practiced it, and it's most beneficial to me, is to really wrap it around a positive feeling or emotion. And um, that tends to be joy. Um, I, I think of times with my kids or during that day when I was just really happy, blissful. And you can even take this back years if you can't think of something recent. And you just envelop that emotion. And you just become really grateful for it. And you just dwell in that feeling for as long as you can. And then when you get good at that, you can project that feeling into the future for something you really want or looking forward to. And you'll be amazed what manifests when you do that. Um, it's yeah, incredible. It is. I've seen a few examples of that in my own life. And it, it's almost like you have a tailwind pushing you toward that thing. You know, if you're not being pulled toward it because if you're of your gratitude, you're being pushed toward it from behind. It's like, it's almost like you can't miss, you know, if you've it's got your really, sights set on something. Yeah. It's really phenomenal. I, I totally agree. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And that I is a neat that. superpower. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. I'll take that superpower any day. It's how I was able to write the book actually. 
Um, yeah. I'm not an author. I English was actually my worst subject in school. Um, <laughs> I graduated from college as an engineer, so I'm the polar opposite of an English major. Yeah. And I never thought I'd be able to write a book. And literally, I just focused on you know the writing and pulled the gratitude in. And it was amazing. I got in flow so many times when I would do that. And I just, you know, pounded out chapter after chapter. Nice. That is cool. And, you know, I hate to say it, but English is probably one of the most difficult languages. One of the things I I tell people is like, you know, it's just such a weird language because it it beats up other languages in dark alleys and rifles through their pockets for spare grammar. We just, <laughs> it's impossible. Like our, so our family, we have four girls and we homeschool and we're teaching them English and one of the classic examples is uh, uh, the I Love Lucy show where Ricky's trying to read a book and he comes across a word. He doesn't know how to pronounce it. And it's the word through. And he's like, thruff. And she's like, no, it's through. And then he comes to the word cough. And she, he's like, coo. And she's like, no, it's cough. And it's like, <laughs> English is just the it's stupidest so language. Oh, my goodness. So I don't blame you for, you know, kind of feeling like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to write a book. And then you just push through it. So. <laughs> Good on you. Excellent. So you mentioned, so we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about, you know, really it, it's a category of mental health because it was a mental issue. Did you find out what that mystery illness was or is it still kind of like, I, don't I know. never did. Okay. Uh, the closest thing I found was Lyme disease and but okay. the protocols for Lyme, I mean, I tried about six of them and they never really, you know, rooted and took, um, it never really got, it got me anywhere. So, um, but that was the closest thing. Um, chronic fatigue a little bit, but it was kind of opposite of that because I couldn't sleep. I did have some mm -hmm. energy, but right. um, it was just bizarre. So I, I don't know. I don't really care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, aside from, you know, helping other people. But I think that the, what I found with gratitude is the best way I can help other people. It is. Well, it's an excellent way to help. Um, and it sounds like that's a, that's a really good way to overcome adversity too, because, you know, we're all going through things. We're all going through hard stuff. We're all Struggling yes. with adversity. Eight billion people on the planet are touched by coronavirus. And if anybody says they're not affected, they're lying to you. So And it's just gonna grow. Yeah, it, it is just gonna grow. And um, you know, kinda kinda looking ahead, I think practicing gratitude of some kind is really gonna help people. So, you know, what let's say you got a person who's out of work, they just got let go, like a month ago or something and uh what would be your advice to them like how could they practice gratitude in their own lives starting today right now yeah well it's it's funny you bring that up because um handling adversity is one of the chapters in my book and mm -hmm. it's it's like i said with the muscle you know the more you do it the better it gets and the, the easier you can click into that um that mental state but you know you always have something to be grateful for and that's what i tell people even if it's just your breath and you're alive. You can just focus on the fact that you are breathing and you are alive right now in this moment. And yeah. you know, we all go through tough times. We all go through adversity. Nobody is immune to it. We've all got the cards that we're dealt. And mm -hmm. you know, everything is finite, right? Everything that you're dealt is finite. The, everything will come to an end. It's not going to be forever. Mm -hmm. So you just have to kind of take that mentality in and say, this is a temporary situation. I still have so much to be grateful for and really bring the focus into what you do have and um, kind of just shift that mindset. And it's as simple as that. I know it's really difficult sometimes, especially when you've got bills piling up, you don't have any income coming in, you've mm -hmm. got stress. I, I get that. I've been there. And, you know, 
you just have to focus the best you can because it will get you through it. Yeah. You know, what's helped me too over the years, because I mean, I'm a consultant and it's notoriously unstable, you know, like I haven't been a full-time employee anywhere for a long time. And kind of looking back, it's like the times when things were really, really unstable, I was getting strengthened. I was getting sharpened for something else. And I've actually been able to aim gratitude toward that. So, you know, kind of going like, hey, I've got, I've got a blessing. I've got a house. I've got kids. I've got a wife. I've got family that cares about me. There's food on the table. I haven't missed a meal. Uh, you can't tell, but I'm putting on weight because, you know, the gyms have been closed, right? Um, but, <laughs> but I can also take that step further and say, okay, the difficulties that we go through, they're not bad per se. They're actually good for us. You know, we're being strengthened. We're being, we're, we're being sharpened. We're being improved in some way. And we can actually be Absolutely. grateful for the trials. Yeah. So, yes. Um, yeah. Maybe well, that's like level two of mastering gratitude. It's like, be thankful for the sucky stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That is the next level. And um, people are amazed all the time when I say I'm grateful for that, you know, trial that I went through for almost a decade of being sick because the, the growth that I experienced through that adversity is amazing. And I challenge anybody to look back and the adversities and the hard times they went through and say, mm -hmm. well, how much did you grow when you did go through that? And you'll, it's just amazing for them to contemplate that and say, okay, wait a minute. You're right. I did look where I am now. I did grow a lot in that time. And that's yeah. why we go through them, you know, and it's just, we, if we do look at them as a blessing and we're grateful for them, I know it's not easy to do that in the moment, but especially looking back, be grateful for that time. Be grateful for that growth. Mm -hmm. And I do that too. And I bet both of us, we get the weirdest looks when we say that to people, don't you? I'm thankful for the hard times. What? Like what? Because we want to, you know, we, we're creatures of comfort, right? You know, we want things to be like low stress, low exertion, just even keel, status quo. But um, wonder of wonders, life is often not like that. So, <laughs> you know, we got to be thankful for the times and we got to extract goodness out of everything that comes our way. And that's where that gratitude Absolutely. comes in. So that's cool. Yeah, I, I tell think, my kids I, all the time, this, this is good for you to be going through this. This is actually a good thing. You know, when you're in the house and we can kind of process the emotions to be going through this, because you'll look back on this one day in your life and say, hey, I got through that. I can get through this. Yeah. And, you're probably, and your kids are probably like, oh, she's just saying mom stuff. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. How old are you? eye rolls. <laughs> yeah, I, we get them too, seriously. Well, how old are your kids? What's the age range? I've got 12-year-old twins and a 10-year-old. Nice. Good deal. We've got, we got a 10 year old. Well, right now their ages are all even. So 10, eight, six, and four. And oh, wow. yeah, so it saves me uh, some brain power for about 14 months out of the year. All the ages are uh, uh, <laughs> like all even or all odd. I don't have to think a whole lot, but yeah, they're all girls and they're all different. And we're, we're working to practice gratitude with them each and every day. We want them to be thankful. They know that things are kind of you know, woo woo right now. And, but they can kind of look at it and say, Hey, the world is hurting, but we have a lot to be thankful for. It's not 1918. It's not the Spanish flu. I mean, we have the internet, we can, you know, watch movies and stuff online. We don't just like hole up in a room with a book or whatever. So we got that going for us, which is nice. But yeah, just looking around for opportunities and seeking out chances to demonstrate gratitude is something we want to really instill in our girls. Um, 
That's great to hear. Yeah. Well, probably plays right into like the abundance mindset. I know a lot of people, they operate from that scarcity mindset. Like, oh my goodness, I never have enough. But abundance mindset, oh boy, there's some powerful stuff in there. How do you practice abundance mindset in your day-to-day? Um, it's kind of what I touched on earlier um, when I just take the emotion of happiness, joy, um, kind of mixed in with gratitude, and I project that into the future for something that I'm really looking forward to or hopeful for. Yeah. And you know, nine times out of 10, it will go to that direction. And when it doesn't, it's, I honestly can say it goes somewhere better. Yeah. And um, just that you, you brought up the scarcity mentality. And it's so true when you look at things of like, I don't have enough, I'm constantly like, you know, in a feeling of, you know, not good enough, not have enough, that kind of thing, you'll perpetuate that. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's really hard to get out of that negative mindset because I grew up with that. Um, My, my whole childhood was like, we don't have enough money. We don't have enough this, that, the other. And it was really hard for me to come out of that mindset and say, I have so much, I have an overflowing abundance of so much and be, be so grateful for that. And then get even more based upon that feeling and that realization of how much I already have. So it's just, you know, the mindset you take on, it, it will, it will grow. So if you take on scarcity and negativity, that will grow into more scarcity, more negative negativity. But if you take on a positive mindset and you have so much and you're so grateful for it, it grows into even more. It definitely does. And I know uh, so many people that operate from that scarcity mindset, if they don't realize that that's what it is, they probably think, no, I'm just being a realist. Like, look around. I mean, oh my goodness. Like, how can you even? And it's like, well, you know, you tend to, you tend to find what it is you're looking for. You know, people hear what they want to hear. People see what they want to see, right? And if, you, if you're looking around and you're like, oh my goodness, everything's just terrible. It's like, well, then yeah, things are going to be terrible for you because that is your input, you know? It's like watching the news. If all, if all of your perception about the world comes from watching the news, you're going to think, well, everybody's just shooting each other. Or, you know, and it's like, I, I've never been shot in my life and I live in St. Louis, right? It's not nearly as shooty as a town as you might think it is. But yeah, if you, if you look around, and you see negative all the time and that's what you pay attention to, that's what you're going to act on. But if you look around and you can see the positive things, you can see the blessings, you can see the things that you can be grateful for and act on that, then your input is so much more positive and you're going to have you're going to have better results. And I know there's some people that are like, eh, this is just a bunch of woo-woo positive thinking, but it's like, no, it really isn't. Like you have to be diligent and filter what it is that you put into your mind because that yeah. is going to govern what you do in your life. So this it's is It's cool. so true. And you brought up positive thinking and a lot of people feel that way, but there's now so much science backing it up that when you feel positive emotions and you project things like gratitude, joy, love, it actually changes you on a cellular um, basis. And there's mm-hmm. um, science now proving that. So nice. it's not just positive thinking and what you said. Um, there's definitely something to it scientifically and biologically. And it's Excellent. being proven science. I love it. You hear that, boys and girls? Science. <laughs> so think positive. Well, it's been excellent talking with you. And I, I always, like I tell people, I'm like, I never know what I'm getting myself into with these podcasts because I'm like, we've never met before. And uh, I'm like, well, I wonder where this is going to go. And it turns out we are on the same wavelength when it comes to this stuff. So I'm really glad 
that we got a chance to talk today. I'm really glad that you have uh, figured out how to overcome adversity. I'm also really glad that you got like pretty quick feedback as soon as you started incorporating gratitude. It's like, boom, things changed practically overnight. I mean, I can't imagine what it would have been like if you had to wait like another year to see results, you know, because it's like, I probably would have given up. (laughs) Yeah. See, exactly. So it's like, boom, you got that fast feedback. Um, just like agile software development, you know? Um, but I'm really glad to have had the chance to talk with you. And and I was serious before when I mentioned, Hey, we might have to do another episode because there's a lot more that we could dig into. I saw your media kit and I'm like, Holy moly. There's a like 50 questions I could ask, but I've only got time for like five. Um, so we'll have <laughs> to do this again sometime. It, it would be fun. It would be fun. You can get an awesome microphone between now yes. and then. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it's been good talking with you. And I've got one more question. I ask all my guests, um, you know, why, if somebody's listening, why should they schedule some time to get on and do an episode with me? What would they get out of that? Um, I just love the organic um, nature of it, Mike. And just, you know, it goes where it goes. And it's just, um, it's been just great um, talking with you. Just, you're really easy to talk to. Um, We had a lot of fun. (laughs) I get that a lot. Um, You're easy to talk to, Fritz. (laughs) Yeah, I I have to honestly say I'd love to come back and do it again. So excellent. schedule a time. Get on with them. (laughs) Will do. Yeah, schedule a time. It's a lot of fun and you can hop on and share your story and with everybody, you know, talking glam and glitz and stuff about entrepreneurship and, oh yeah, it's just sunshine and rainbows, uh, fast stacks of cash and Lambos. It's like, eh, we know that's not really the case. There's some, there's some gunk in there. And it's like, we talk about the gunk, right? We're real about it, but we're grateful about the journey. So absolutely. <laughs> excellent. Well, I'll go ahead and stop the recording and get this pushed up pretty soon. And I look forward to talking with you again. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Hey, I'm going to let you in on a secret. One of the best ways that podcasters know that you love them is to send them some money. True story. Fortunately, Anchor makes that easy. If you've enjoyed listening to these episodes, consider a monthly donation. Proceeds go toward keeping me, the creator, caffeinated at producing the content you love. Head over to anchor.fm forward slash archdevops and click the support button to get started. I appreciate your listenership.